Hello, 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 and welcome to the DJ Force 10 in Conversation podcast episode 109. Yes, we're up to 109, um, and it is Thursday um, <laughs> as I am uh, recording this. Um, so, yeah, this is out today, and uh, I am speaking with uh, Paul from Devil Skin on this episode. Uh, an absolute brilliant brilliant uh interview a lot of insight into their songwriting process a lot of uh a lot of um passion and home sort of uh, uh experience and things like that going into it um and they're all the way out of new zealand so um they're uh, they're quite far away but they have been to england a few times i found out ha um but i obviously missed them the times they were here but i'm gonna definitely go see them when they come over again um but yeah i hope you guys enjoy the interview as much as i did it was an absolute pleasure to speak to paul um and i hope you've been enjoying this kind of influx of interviews that i've been doing um now that these guys are at home um they haven't got much to do they haven't got to go out and prepare for a tour or anything unfortunately um but they are ready and willing to promote their um their releases in fact um devil skin have their album out tomorrow uh that is april 3rd uh for those who are listening to it after that date um the album is called red uh they are releasing it themselves they're an independent band um but they've got great distribution they'll be on all the major uh streaming platforms and everything like that uh and physical copies will be available they might take a little bit of time to get to you but they will be available um so do support these bands. Every band that I've spoken to this week, go out and support them, um, including Don Jameson, the stand-up comedian, Master Boot Record. Um, again, that was a fantastic interview. I hope you guys enjoyed that. Um, and yesterday's one with Sydney Fate, another highly enjoyable chat with those three guys. Um, they've got an album out on Friday as well. So have your sort of streaming services at the ready. Um, and if you are so inclined to pick up a physical copy of their albums, please do. Um, and I'll have plenty more interviews coming in the way i've got a whole bunch in the vault um and then uh we're gonna start off uh next week actually let's go for tomorrow tomorrow i have got motive black alana the singer from the band um they are promoting their new single at the moment but uh we'll talk about more on that on tomorrow's podcast but again it was an absolute pleasure to speak to her um but i've got things like Maud the moth coming up uh gold frankincense and Myrrh, august burns red gus g cold bones um and and just 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 more lined up ready to chat to me and i've already got some in the vault as well um i'm gonna have uh shattered skies psycho stick um not any giving you any kind of spoiler alerts but i've already mentioned uh uh, randy from lamb of god um i've got chris from acid mammoth as well they're a fantastic band out of greece um and so many more so many many more um i've probably forgotten something but you'll hear about it as soon as i record it and i'm going to be releasing these every day um apart from saturdays and sundays just purely so um i've got proper like uh time with the family and everything because at the moment my daytime is used up with uh like teaching them or teaching the kids stuff if they need to be taught and also uh work stuff as well because i am working from home so uh but these are coming in because you guys are around these artists need support or they just want to get their music out there um to help you guys as well so if you do find any solace in any of the music that um we have been promoting today let the band know tell them that it's working for you um and it means the world to them and um it it makes everything worth it really even these like times we're in right now where we are in a forced lockdown situation um but we are gonna kick off now with paul from devil skin enjoy 
Hello, Barnaby. Hello, Paul. How you doing? Oh, fantastic. What a great line. Oh, my gosh. I've never heard my phone sound so good. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> yeah. How, how you doing, man? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. How are you guys doing? Uh, it's, it's kind of crazy and surreal over here, you know. But we're in lockdown, so you're yeah. not really allowed out of your house. Um, yeah, it's pretty freaky. Yeah. We're Very the, freaky. We're the same here. It's... um. Yeah, it's weird. Um, I'm actually venturing out today for the first time just to drop some stuff off to my in-laws because they've run out of a, a few things. But um, yeah, no, it's just weird. It's weird. And, you know, all these musicians are sort of stuck and, and, and captive with themselves. So, you know, hopefully it's going to spark a renaissance of amazing music in a few, in a few months' time when the dust settles, you know? I really hope so. I mean, it's, there's a lot coming out at the moment. Obviously, you guys got something coming out, but... There's there's a lot of like stuff being produced as well. A lot of bands doing like special kind of live things over over various medias. Um, yeah, but yeah. I really hope it will. It it like it's one of those things where I mean, out of sort of, I guess it is tragedy to a point. Will come yeah. like oh, yeah. a lot of a lot of like special art, um, like in, in in whatever form, be it you know painted music poems whatever yeah, i think so yeah you know, so, yeah yeah and that's what I, i'm hoping for so yeah i'm just really hoping it's going to be over quickly and we can all get get you know back to doing what we want to do yeah yeah definitely definitely because i mean I, I mean probably like yourselves you've had like gigs cancelled and oh yeah we totally had the rug pulled from under us but yeah. you know oh, the side of the whole world so yes you know, yeah it's not you're not and, you're not alone on that front and it's, it's yeah um, and it, it, at the end of the day so you know people's health is way more important than entertainment so exactly. whichever way you look at it exactly. so you know it's just you just pull your head in you you and you wait and you, and you just hope for the best and you look out for each other eh? yeah. yeah yeah no exactly exactly and that's what i mean i've had like a run on um interviews recently purely because everyone's at home and mm. you know there are a lot of people out there that are you know saying that, that this will you know there's there's hopefully their art form will help people through um yeah knowing, definitely i mean yeah you know knowing sorry that, um it's all right and <laughs> uh, times like this we need music more than ever you know to we, we need to soothe our souls and we need to heal and we need to uh, be able to cope with everything and, and look after our own mental health and you know, music's so important for for people, and you know, it's it's a great time to just, okay stop and pause and do some listening to some great music. Yeah, no, exactly. That's that's what I've been doing. I've been sort of like just going through like song like bands that I haven't like gotten to yet, kind of thing. Because I get obviously being on the radio and stuff like yeah, you get, you get loads of promos, and <laughs> yeah, usually I listen to yeah. them in my car. You know, I'll, I'll hook up my um my phone in the car and and just when I'm driving to work and stuff, and I'll have it on. But um because I haven't had a chance to do that, I've really had a chance to kind of sit down yeah, in my right. own my own little hole and uh, <laughs> and sample a lot of yeah. these bands, including your own. Um, right, right. Which is why we are here today. <laughs> That segue, it's almost like I'm professional. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, But yeah, um, no, I mean, your your album's great. Um, I've I've got an advanced copy of it and uh, um, and, yeah, it's it's a great album. I was was kind of um, not surprised by it, but, you know, like, I really enjoyed it. I think the best, better words are for it. Um, I've had it on a couple of times. Yeah. Uh, amongst other stuff right. as well and uh i really when i heard your single um well i saw the video for corrode and stuff and um yeah no it's really good really good cool man i'm so glad you enjoy it corrode um yeah the video for that i mean 
that was the most grueling thing we've ever done as a band. I think we've done some I was going to ask. It looked pretty. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, it was awful. It was so uncomfortable. Yeah, we had to be submerged in this freezing cold pool of red, thick, gloopy water, paint, dye, and um, corn flour. And um, <laughs> at the studio that we had, there was no shower there, oh, and no. we didn't. They didn't tell us to after we, you know, we were covered in this stuff. Man, it was like it was real bad. And anyway, they said, "Oh, we've got one of these camping showers. We'll and we'll get a guy up a ladder and he can hold it up and you strip off and get inside." It's freezing. We filmed this in the middle of winter in, in yeah. Auckland. And um of course he goes to help us out by putting hot water in his watering can and tipping it over us and of course hot water and corn flour, you know, you made us all into pike, pikelets pretty quick and uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was just oh my god. It just set and yeah, oh I look like something out of Pirates of the Caribbean with my beard. It was just like globs of red glop in it for, <laughs> for weeks. I had red stuff coming out my eyes, and oh, yeah, it was it was yeah traumatic. But man, I'm so stoked the video came out looking looking as spectacular as it does. Yeah, it looked really good. It looked really good. I was gonna say, I was gonna ask you how long that took to get out of your sort of uh, I say system or in your skin. Um, we had to throw away all our clothes and guitars and everything that we used in that video because it was just ruined. Bloody hell! Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah but uh, you know um, the, the cool thing about it the the video director that we use because we um we sent the song out to like four or five of our favorite video directors over here in new zealand yeah. and we, we got this treatment back from alex hargraves who who made the video for us and we hadn't told her that the, the album was going to be called red that the whole theme for the album was red and it was supposed to be immersive you know we didn't yeah. mention any of that to her she came back with this treatment and it was wow this is everything that we're we're aiming at for the album you know the whole she goes i want this big red wall with you guys just coming out of it and wow okay. so there's a few things that have just clicked into gear with this album that just everything feels right and, and meant to be you know so we just feel yeah really really confident with what we've recorded and and the way we the way that we are presenting it awesome awesome and it's it's out on the 3rd of april is that right yes yeah yeah, so yeah. It's, it's not far away about a week away um that's right and, yeah and is it available on all all platforms as in yes it will be yep 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 yeah. yeah. we we um yeah obviously we, we're having we can't ship um physical copies just yet because yeah. there's no shops open and stuff but yeah it's all across all digital platforms and everyone's favorite platforms they'll be able to find us pretty easily cool so um yeah we're, we're very grateful to be able to do that you know and and times like we've got right now yeah no it's it's i mean having this digital platform is fantastic i mean it's it's one of those things back sort of 20 years ago didn't really have that so if this happened then it would have oh, no, exactly. ground to a halt really um, yeah yeah totally even like live streaming stuff wasn't wasn't a thing um so yeah no we're quite fortunate it's quite it's quite like even though like some of the digital platforms get a bit of a beating occasionally um just for you know the financial side of things but you know in times they're like just this, so con- yeah that's so convenient for for everyone yeah you know yeah, and they're like yeah. at the moment, a lot of them are obliging with like like longer free trials and stuff like that as well. So, you know, that can only benefit the artists. I know Bandcamp did a um, a no; they didn't take any of the their cut for a certain day. Yeah, no, that's that's them. amazing. You know, the, the human spirit, and especially you know the musical fraternity, the wider musical fraternity. You know, it's it's, it's a lot of solidarity and a lot of um, 
you know, um, just support for each other. And yeah. it's really good, really cool to see in, in, in times like this. Yeah, it's amazing. And um, with your album, uh, as, as it was earlier, you could, uh, it's called Red. Um, are you releasing that through, have you got your own label for that one? Or is it through a, um, through a sort of, through another label? No, we've been doing it all ourselves. We're yeah. we're totally independent, and we always have been. You know, it's um, it's just something that we're fiercely protective of yeah. everything. You know, our, our songs and and everything. And I guess we probably haven't received the right offer yet, but it's just been better to have you know do everything ourselves. And we've we've just been that way right from the very start. You know, yeah, we no. always have. It's a good when, when, when we first started, sorry, when we first started gigging, you know, we'd, we were playing really tiny little rooms and stuff, and we'd spend all day decorating the stage and making it look red, hanging all these red curtains up and making it look, you know, different and, and drawing people's attention to it and stuff. And uh, as the shows got bigger and more people came along, we just invested more in the show and and, and, and everything sort of being quite an organic sort of growth from there. But um, it's where we are today, we're, we're extremely lucky that we've got, um, you know, a, quite a broad fan base across across the globe you know we we were fortunate enough to tour europe with hailstorm um a year and a half ago and fantastic you know we've toured with slash toured australia with slash and stuff and um yes yeah, just been really good the the rock crowd is is just strong yeah. rock strong at the moment i think did you uh, manage to hit the uk on that european tour uh, yes, we did before Hailstorm. Uh, oh, okay. Before we joined up with them in Europe, we we um, yeah played over there with who the heck was it? I don't call who we toured with. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, yeah, we've been to UK five times now, and you know we always have such a great time. And of okay. course, it's 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 the, it's the sacred holy land of hard rock and heavy metal, isn't it? So it is, just, yes. <laughs> just for us to walk the streets of London and to and to go to Birmingham and Manchester and all these amazing places where all our favourite artists came from, you know, it's a pretty magical experience. Yeah, I know. I must have. Uh, well, I definitely missed that because I went to go see Hailstorm when they came when they played over here about a year and a half ago, um, and I think they had Avatar and. That's right. That's Star, right. Yeah, which. Uh, ruse i think yeah. the other band were um but yeah oh. obviously obviously you guys went on that part of it unfortunately otherwise i would have seen you that's right but yeah i haven't yeah, like yeah. i haven't caught you guys live yet and if you've been over it five times i've obviously missed it but... <laughs> i'll send you a personal invite next time yes but do I'll it be... do it next time you're in the no UK, problem. i'm sort of in and around london well i'm on the outskirts of london but um like south london um but yeah it's uh yeah definitely um i'm i'm making more of an effort to go to shows these days so um and, and it's like it's just one of those things that um i've i've missed out on over the years i've i didn't live in the uk for well i did for the first 30 years of my life but then i moved to the usa and then moved back again um, oh wow so um i kind of like skipped a few but did a few gigs over there like go went to see like bands that would normally play huge venues in tiny venues <laughs> so, oh wow which awesome. is absolutely amazing like machine head in a 400 capacity venue oh, um stop it Doing, doing their like evening with machine head so it was just them um and uh deft tones in a in a sort of it's an open air venue but it was it was like tiny it was like 2000 capacity um and arctic monkeys and stuff like that like huge bands here cost yep. me like 15 dollars wow. there to go see them <laughs> so, I'm like, i know it's crazy yeah. isn't it um but yeah no it's uh no I'll definitely i'll be checking you guys out i want, I want to see your live show because you come across on the record really good um, and that video was just immense. Um, I mean, like I say, you, like you said, you, you went through quite a lot to make that video. And you can, you can tell that video wasn't an easy one. 
like digitally, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but you guys did it, and and it's you pulled it off, so it's really good. Yeah, thanks, man. And I, I don't know if you've seen the video that we did for. There's another song on the album Red called Endo, and it was um, the first single we released off the album, and. Um, We'd written the music and we were sort of chugging away with it at rehearsal and, and Jenny came up with these lyrics and she'd um she'd just been diagnosed with stage four um endometriosis. Oh. And she had to have like emergency surgery. She was ill. She yeah. was really ill. And um you know, endometriosis is, is a horrible thing and it, it affects is. so many women. And uh, Jenny had written these lyrics and I said, Hey, if we record this song it's gonna be pretty personal. Are you, are you happy to talk and sing about this, you know? And she goes, Hell yeah. Um, more more people need to be aware of it. Mm. It's horrible, yeah. and and we, we didn't, you know, we we never had any agenda to to you know push any any cause or anything like this. But we just um, couldn't help but raise a, a, a little bit of awareness for for the thing for endometriosis. Yeah. I looked into it, and here in New Zealand, the um, the average time from first symptoms to actual diagnosis is seventeen years. Yes. So there's all these sick, sick women, and it's it's terrible, and they're they're all feeling pain, and it's it's hideous. And and Jenny just put it all out there in the song, and we've had so much feedback from women saying, "Oh my God, the, you, you're talking my language. This is what I'm going through. It's hell." Yeah. Um. And and we wanted the video to be totally confronting as well. We wanted you know visually arresting. So. Yeah, we had a white studio, and and they said we hired out this white studio. They said if you put a mark in it, it's going to cost this much. Now, if you actually <laughs> spill anything on it, it's going to cost this much. And we went, oh, okay. So how much to paint the whole place? Repaint it after we're done. And we just paid for that, and we just had buckets and buckets of blood tipped over us, and yep. we were wearing white suits. And, at, um, yeah, it was a, I, I look at it now, and I still go, man, Jenny's so brave just being able to talk about it. Yeah. So, you know, for, for, for what it's worth, you know, we were – we're happy to blim and try and, you know, if, if people want to become aware and ask about the song, we're just only too happy to talk to them about it. And, yeah. yeah. And it's, it's, it's made a lot of women feel not so alone with it, yeah. I think. I didn't realize. I hadn't seen the video to... for it, so I, I hadn't oh, sort of yeah, clicked it it's, it's heard our, it, so. it, It's our Slayer moment, you know. <laughs> Everyone <laughs> wants to make like a Slayer video. Right? Oh, <laughs> yeah, totally. Covered in, <laughs> but it's all done in the best possible taste. Obviously. <laughs> um, I like that quote. Thank you. But, yeah, I mean, uh, there's, there's, <laughs> there's there's a lot of stuff on, on the album. All the songs on the album, actually, were uh, are, are pretty real for us, pretty, you know, it's, it's all true life stories. Yeah. Um, there's a song called The Victor, and we'd been away for a songwriting retreat out of, out of this remote beach, and we were coming back in the middle of nowhere, and, and we'd come around a corner and, come across this horrific car crash and there was children thrown out of the car and it was it's just such a mess man it was you know we just kicked into gear and and did what we could to help till the emergency services came but man it was traumatic for for everyone thankfully no one was killed um but it was yeah pretty touch and go for for a while there and we all sort of, you know, it affected us terribly, all of us, and we all sort of had trouble coping with it. And for me, I, I just wrote this song, and, and it was about sort of holding this someone's child in my arms, and, yeah. and he didn't speak English, and he was cut and bleeding and didn't know if his family was dead or alive. I'm trying to soothe them, you know, and it was, yeah. well, it was some, some heavy stuff. And for me, it was cathartic to be able to to be able to put it down in a, in a song and when the guy said, "Hey, this, there's something going on here. This is a great song," and it was like, "Wow, well, you know, 
just put on the album and it, it just it just sort of clicked into gear with everyone and um it's it's my favorite drum performance on the on the album actually i think nick's drumming on that song is outstanding mm. and um yeah it's it's, it's a nice moment for us to be able to do this it's still heavy for us to to think about and and to talk about and stuff yeah. but you know we, we all feel a little bit sort of better doing our bit and, and and immortalizing it in our music sort of thing yeah no definitely i mean if you can put that if you like because a lot of people can't process those sort of things you know exactly in, in a methodical manner or even in any kind of manner and you know sometimes it comes out as you know aggression or, or it comes out as something else but you've man- obviously managed to channel that into you know songwriting which is absolutely amazing um you know and that, it takes a lot to actually get something down on on paper if you will at least you know but yeah you know you go through that sort of therapeutic moment i guess every time you perform that song yeah yeah you seriously do barnaby and and it's like um it's it's weird it's it's definitely helps with the processing of stuff like that and and it's you find people later on that go hey man this the song that you wrote i really connect with it because you know and they can um identify with the feelings in it and stuff like that and when when you find out that you're really touching people with your music, it's it's really humbling and an amazing feeling. You know, we've had people come up to us at shows and show us the scars on their arms and say, "Hey, look, I, I was trying to cut myself to death until I heard your album and these songs spoke to me, and I, I, I stopped with that and got my life together." And holy crap, it's it's yeah, it's it's pretty humbling when you when you find people like that and you hear stories like that. Yeah. But you know, we're all music fans and, and we all dive into you know our favorite artist songs and and live and breathe them you know when you're listening to the music yet you, you really identify with it and get hooked into it and um for for other people to say that they get it that out of our music still still a really special feeling that i don't think you could take that for granted you know no definitely not definitely not it's uh it's certainly uh you know i've i've been on the sort of like creative end of things i've been in i was in a band for a while and 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 i've i've had the same sort of thing people come up to me and say your music had had changed me or had helped me through yeah man that's what keeps us going as musicians right yeah exactly exactly and and it's 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 one of those moments where like the first time it happened you just don't know how to react you're kind of like yeah oh you know and it's quite it's quite heavy it's quite emotional you quite you feel quite like it's weird it's totally like a... man because it, your your art has just been validated by a stranger you know yeah. and it's like wow someone gets you know what i'm saying here and it's it's special isn't it yeah yeah exactly exactly um so i was just gonna bring on to um like speaking of obviously people going to your shows and stuff the sort of scene in new zealand um on the sort of metal and rock side what what, what is it like over there because I've, I've never been there for one uh obviously there are sort of few bands that come out of that area of the world like yourselves right. <laughs> um, yeah. but what what's the you've seen lord of the rings like <laughs> well yeah i've seen lord of the rings so i have been it's there. exactly like it's exactly like that <laughs> <laughs> Just now, there's, there's a pretty staunch um there's a staunch rock audience here you know it's we have a small population we're just over four million mm. and um you know the gigs that you know we drive an hour and a half to two hours to auckland to go see um, Machine Head or Kill Switch or Black Label Society or, or whoever's playing. You know, I went and saw Ross the Boss mm. um, a couple of months ago, and we didn't mind travelling for that sort of stuff. And uh, rock shows aren't as, uh, you know, we have a problem with venues, so it's yeah. the rock shows aren't as prevalent as we'd like. There, there isn't as much going on, so we try and make the most of what's there. But there's there's definitely a staunch 
staunch rock and metal crowd here in New Zealand. Okay. Yeah, I was just curious because, like you say, it's a small population, and and I've I've spoken to like various people in like small countries in Europe and stuff, and um, and I was just curious of you know just to see what that sort of scene was like. Obviously, you get the bands over there, like you said, you 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 drive a couple of hours we, to see, you know, we miss out on lots, and and, and and you know, lots of metalers from New Zealand are only too happy to jump on a plane and and go to Bloodstock or Varken or, or download, yeah. you know, just to see all their favorite bands in, in one day. People quite often, you know. They'll go to Australia to see the Tea Party or, or, or you know, whoever's playing. You just need to travel. And if you're a rock fan, you just do it. And, you know, our geographical proximity to Antarctica is a bit of a pain in the butt sometimes, you know. <laughs> Lots of bands go to Aussie and they won't come to New Zealand because, you know, it's just logistically yeah too hard for them. So, you know, we're, we're used to that down here and we make our own entertainment and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, you, but, got, yeah. you guys got out, like, get to go out. Obviously, you said you've toured around the world. Um, yeah, you know, with 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 some some big bands. Um, like I say, you're out with uh, you're out with Hailstorm um, about a year and a half ago, um, and you have played with some other like like notable bands. Yeah, Disturbed, uh, Motley Crue. Um, yeah, we, we did a wee tour with Slash. That was just amazing. You know, it's just we've been really fortunate to. There's been no um, dickheads. Everyone's been so nice. You know, you you, you don't know what you're going to get when when you meet these people, these yeah. other bands, and they've just been lovely, disturbed, but it's a fantastic bunch of people. Lovely, lovely, humble, nice folks. Hailstorm. You know, we consider them like brothers and sisters to us. Now that mm. we, we've spent a lot of time with them, and we just get on like a house on fire. It's um, they're just lovely people. That's amazing. So we're, yeah, it's and it's great because. You kind of jump into the situation, you don't know what's going to happen, and you think, oh, well, worst-case scenario, they might be total, utter, you know, monsters, what's yeah. going to happen. So, and, and when they're pleasant, lovely, and charming, and, and delightful, it's just, man, this is just too cool. This is the best <laughs> job in the world. <laughs> that is amazing, because I've, I've, I've had uh, experiences where you've kind of uh, joined a tour or gone on, like, various shows, and some people, I don't like to name names, but they were a bit of a, a bit, up themselves i think the word is and um right, yeah. it really kind of ruins your um your image of them and you know some totally they do totally say does. like you know don't meet your heroes and stuff like that but some of the people i have met or most of them i should say have been absolutely amazing um yeah, exactly so it's it's just kind of i think there's a few odd ones here and there that kind of or maybe it was a bad day for them but it was... uh, no that, that they're actually out there Barna, because you know the hellstorm crew was saying to us like you guys are so easy to work with and it's like why we're just trying to do the right thing and not not muck around, not get in anyone's way, do, yeah. our, do our thing. And they're like, but yeah, you guys are just, you just we, we've got an extra two hours downtime before the doors open because you guys have got your shit together. <laughs> and, uh, and you're so, you're so, um, you're so uh, polite and so thankful. And we're, hey, man, we're Kiwis. And that's the way, <laughs> but we're just grateful to be here. And they go, but we've been out on tour with all these other bands and they've all just been a giant pain in the ass and, <laughs> and want this and want that. And we, you know, it's like, wow, really? <laughs> we're just so, so grateful to be there. It's amazing. But yeah, th th there's some bands out there that are difficult and um, yeah, we've had some stories too, but yeah. Wow. Yeah. You no, don't need really to be, cool. you really don't. You don't. I mean, when, someone like, when someone like Slash is totally personable and humble and down to earth and, and happy to sit down and, chat to you you know that's you're seeing your, your heroes on the same level sort of thing you know and they're, they're just people and yeah. they're lovely people 
on that. They're on it because they're passionate. And that's why he's Slash, man, because he's passionate and he loves his music. He, he sure does. does. Yeah. And and it's, that's, the, that's the common bond that, you know, so many of these bands and musicians all have in common. Yeah. No, exactly. Exactly. Um, so I've I got a couple more questions for you, if that's all right. And then I can sure. uh, let yeah, you get sure. on with the rest yeah. of your evening or night as it is for you right now. <laughs> um, yeah, it's a bit hard to sleep these days. Actually. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? My sleeping pattern's been off. You know, normally, I mean, I'd be up for work, but um, it's like work sent me home and then I haven't been sleeping properly. So, Right. Uh, um, what time is it there at the moment? Uh, it's currently 9.41 in the morning. Oh, okay. Right. So we're, okay. We're, we're 13 hours apart, I believe. <clears throat> I looked yeah, it up as but, I was setting things up, so I was just making sure you said it was like 10 o'clock. So. Uh, dude, I've, I've had a, a, we've been bombarded with interviews and I'm dealing with four different time zones and okay. trying to, trying to uh, convert it all to New Zealand daylight time. And uh, yeah, so I've, I've made a few muck ups, so I do apologise. No, no, don't them. worry about it. It's absolutely fine. Like I say, I'm up, I've got my kids up and everything, so we're, we're awake. It's not like I was like in awesome. bed and you like interrupted me or anything. Um, but no, I'm, I'm trying to keep a routine of, of getting up in the morning, getting dressed and, um, doing my usual sort of morning stuff along with the kids. And then, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're getting on with their schoolwork at the moment. They've been allocated. So, and, uh, my work stuff, I say stuff loosely, uh, doesn't start till about 11 o'clock. So, you know, lovely, lovely, lovely. I'm quite fortunate (laughs) as, as like, we're quite fortunate in as much as that my work has sent me home with pay. Um, and my wife is also she's working from home so they've got her set up with her like what she does so yeah um, oh that's so good so i've not like thankfully not lost any money or like time like or job or anything yeah. like that like a lot of people have so yeah oh, yeah oh it's 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 horrific what's happening it is it is but like these last couple of questions these are a bit more um about yourself rather than the band um so the first one um is your what are your top three albums that um that have shaped the musician person that you've become today oh wow okay okay all right three yeah three i know (laughs) okay well, can one be a greatest hits because it was actually a greatest hits album that that changed my life. Yeah, yeah. And it was it was it was Black Sabbath's greatest hits, you know, with the okay, the Bruegel yeah. paint, painting on the front, the Triumph of Death on the front. Yep. And uh, at the time, I was hard out listening to Six Pistols and Ramones, so I think I'm going to have to put Never Never Mind the Bollocks on there because that that definitely shaped young teenage me. Yep. <laughs> put me on the wrong track. <laughs> um, and. And then you're discovering Black Sabbath through the greatest hits, and I thought that cover looks mighty scary. That looks awesome. I'm going to put that on. And yeah, I've never turned back. That's still my favourite band in the world. Um, other albums, uh, okay, it's it's a tough one. It could be Judas Priest Rock and Roller, mm. or it could be the first CCR album, first Credence okay. album. I absolutely love that. It's so um, it's so primitively recorded, but it's so so special. Yeah, yeah. I love it. Excellent. So yeah, I guess you know I, I dug deep into those albums and I, I learned to play, tried to learn to play alongside them, and 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 just really immersed myself in the music because it just had had a switch with me. Yeah, I mean you can, I, you can hear it in your sound. To be honest with you, the sort of groove and stuff like that, but also the sort of um, the punk mentality as well. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I kind of, um, you know, like I, I've, I've sort of landed into this bass player role in this band. Um, mm. I, I'm normally a lead guitarist. I've got another band called World War Four, 
Okay. And um, it's a three-piece, and I play and sing in it. And I've always sort of played guitar. My very first band, I played bass for you know like a, two years, but I was awful. And so I picked up a guitar, and I was, wasn't wasn't that great at that either, to be honest. But with this, with Devil Skin, when we got together, I says we didn't have a bass player for our first jam, and and we sort of had to trick Jenny into it, say, oh, well, yeah, it's just a jam. We're not going to like form a band or go out and do gigs or tour or anything like that. She's <laughs> going. Oh, good, because she'd just come out of a bad band, band bust-up, you know? Okay. So she didn't really she, – she was going, well, no, you know, absolutely no commitment here. I'm just going to go along for one jam. Yeah. And so I says, okay, well, I've got a bass guitar, so I'll play bass for this one jam, but that's it, you know? And, yeah, 10 years later, I'm still on the bass, and I'm still playing it through my guitar rig. <laughs> and, and you guys are still a band as well. So it's um, – We're still a band, you know? No, no and, commitment needed. It's fine. It's like <laughs> – Yeah. And, and and the weird the weird thing is, you know, we, we had a drummer for the first year who um, played in diner dance bands. Who had never really done anything sort of hard rock yeah. or anything like that. He'd had to have a um, an operation and um, couldn't do this tour, this small tour that I'd booked. And so um, my son Nick was fifteen at the time, and I said, Nick, you, you need to um, you need to join the band and uh, play this tour with us. And he's like, Nah, no way. And I was like, We're going to be grounded then. <laughs> <laughs> six months <laughs> so I press ganged him into joining the band and you know once he'd played we just looked at each other and went wow well we, you know we couldn't go back yeah and uh god god bless uh rob our original drummer he's a lovely guy he's uh, he passed away a few years ago but um um nick has just stepped up and it's phenomenal just having my son in the band and i get goosebumps at rehearsal when from his drumming it's like oh that was raw man and he's He's really come such a – he's a multi-instrumentalist, and yeah. I'd love to say he got that from me, but I, he didn't get it from me. <laughs> <laughs> and um, Jenny's just gone on uh, – well, a couple of years ago now, but she's um, married my wife's little brother. Okay. So she's my, sister, my sister-in-law and Nick's auntie. Wow. That's but then everyone sees, a, everyone sees a picture of the band and goes, uh, are you and Nail twins? <laughs> and the because <laughs> we've got shaved heads and red goatees. Yeah. Uh, and we'll, you know, That's really we'll spring cool. them along for as long as it takes. But, yeah, it's, we're a tight unit now, and after 10 years, we're starting to get to know each other, you know, and it's yeah. um, I really, we all feel really confident about these songs. And, you know, um, here's a trippy thing, Barnaby. I have to tell you about this. The track one on the album yeah. um, is called Do You See Birds, and we nearly, it nearly didn't make the cut for the album. And um, I pushed it real hard for it, and so did our producer. And, and we talked everyone into it and got to record it. And as soon as we'd recorded it, Jenny went, um, I think that should be track one on the album. And we went, yeah. And and the crazy thing is that the lyrics I wrote for this about a year ago, and it was, it was about being confined and, and being able to look out the window and see birds flying and, yeah. and envying their freedom, their liberty, but not being able to, to get anywhere near it. And um how weirdly prophetic is that? You know, just before yeah. the album comes out, the, the whole world's in lockdown. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Oh, I'm, amazing. I'm honestly no, I'm no prophet or anything, mate. But, um, <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> it's just absolutely crap timing for the entire planet. I, I realize yeah. that. But right. you know, it's we we all dug pretty deep on this album, I think. And you know, we've got a song called Bright Lights, and Jenny's delivery on that is 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 really off the hook. I think she's um. She was singing about being on the road, actually, in Europe and, and missing her baby and, yeah. and missing her husband and stuff. And um, the song Sweet Release, I wrote that about a, a young a young guy who took his own life here in Hamilton um, while he was in mental health care. Mm. And his parents have been fighting for five years to get some sort of accountability from the hospital. And 
and and to make sure it won't happen to anyone else, you know. And and it's just been this horrible drawn out tragedy that's been unfolding in our newspapers here yeah. in, in the town that we live in for for five years. And um, yeah, one night I just sat down and wrote it all down and, and went to rehearsal and we just it just bang appeared and basically we recorded it as it happened, you know, yeah. um, on the album. So it was one of those songs that kind of wrote itself and I, I went and saw the, the boys' parents um, just after we'd recorded it and, and told them about it and showed them the words and played them the song and asked basically if, if their permission to to use their story and their son's story. And, uh, yeah, they, they were totally overwhelmed and, and really grateful. And, oh, man, it was, it was super emotional. It was one of the hardest sort of situations I've been in playing the song to someone and they're just all tearing up and, and uh, man. but it's again cathartic to be able to write it and, and put it on the album and yeah. you know purge yourselves of this of the stuff and, and and the song's about loss so there's a lot of people can can relate to it yeah definitely definitely it's it's like it's going to give me a different light listening to the album now like knowing more about the stories behind them um, yeah I'm, yeah I mean context is everything sometimes it's yeah, it's when you find out the song that you've known for ages, and then one day you find out the story behind it, is, and it's yeah, it trips you out of it. Makes yeah. you that much closer to it. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely. Um, I was going to ask, um, like obviously having your son in the band, I didn't realize he was like I didn't know if you were brothers or if you were father and son. No, no. <laughs> um, um, like I've, I've, I've had a he's trip photography. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, uh, it's those special filters, isn't it? Um, <laughs> airbrushing, I think they call it. Um, no, I was just curious, like, because I've had a few, uh, I'd, actually I spoke to someone yesterday, their dad's in the band with them. Um, and um, I had uh, a band, oh, how long, it was probably a couple of years ago, where it was actually mother and son. Uh, they were kind of an wow. industrial metal band um wow. she, yeah she had like a, a very she's got a very operatic voice um oh. and uh yeah they they've um yeah that like that sort of relationship within the band and i was i was just curious like obviously I, your family essentially all of you um yeah you know because most bands do you know they become a family you become you know maybe not through blood but through just sort of totally yeah yeah, yeah through sweat and tears yeah exactly <laughs> and um does that uh, does that complicate anything when you're like writing or if you're you know sort of like um having any kind of discussions within the band or is it do you have sort of like father and son outside the practice room um and inside the practice rehearsal rooms uh it's it's devil skin um it's weird because he calls me paul when we're out and about with the band but at home he calls me dad and it's something he just switches in and out of and it's kind of weird but we've got a really cool dynamic we're best mates and um you know, I've got such a huge amount of respect for the man he's become and, and especially the musician he's become. Mm. Um, he works tirelessly. He's got another band called Seas of Conflict. Okay. Dude, you've got to check them out. They've got some amazing videos, and it's pretty heavy. It's, it's great stuff. He doesn't stop. So um, we have this, this cool relationship. When, when we're playing together, it's we have the synchronicity. We don't need to look. I, I know what he's going to do. He knows what I'm going to do, and it's um, – it's it's amazing. I've been in a lot of bands over the years, and I've never ever had a, been in a band with a drummer like Nick. And um, he's he's outstanding. Works really hard, and he just pours everything into it. Excellent. And he's got he's got such a great heart. Yeah, cool. Would he say the same about you? 
I, I, I really hope so, but um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> but he probably he might not because we're going to be locked in this in this house for you know, the, the foreseeable future together. So um, yeah, yeah it's going to happen. <laughs> but no, it's it, it, honestly it's a, it's a, it's a real privilege to be able to play in a band with um, with Nick. And uh, apart from being an outstanding drummer, I think he's probably the perfect um, bandmate as well. You know, yeah. he doesn't snore. I oh, do all the snoring for us. And he's clean and tidy, and I've never had a drummer in a band that was clean and tidy. That's a real thing. Like, like I've been in a lot of bands over the years, and, and it always seems to be drummer issues. There's always yeah. something with it's drummer issues. You know, my first band, we went through like nine or ten of them. There's a little bit of spinal tap. There's a whole lot of spinal tap, actually. Yeah. But, um, you know, and what I keep saying to my friends now, you're having drummer issues, grow your own. Yeah. Grow your own. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Fair enough, fair enough. Yeah, I was the snorer in my band, so I know what that's like. Uh-huh. <laughs> Woke up to no, any of a dead yeah. arm and things, so, uh, yeah. you know. No, we're, we're, I'm, I'm, I feel very lucky and very privileged to be able to, you know, play. And, and Nail's outstanding, you know, his, his guitar playing, is, he's done some tremendous work on this album, and I absolutely love the sound and, and what he does and the way he brings the songs to life. And, and Jenny, well... She just makes people's jaws drop, you know. At, at live gigs, we learned pretty early on that that Nail and I had to step back from the microphones when Jenny's roaring, yeah, or growling, because people would come up afterwards, and go, "Oh man, you guys growled. That was good when you guys did that growling." And it's like, dude, I wish. It's <laughs> 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 Jenny, and they go, "No, That's yeah, amazing. cute little Jenny, yeah." So uh, yeah, it's uh, she's outstanding. I heard. Just her vocal performance on this album. Just you know, we were sitting this couple of times. We're sitting in the control room, you know, and you're getting tears and you're getting goosebumps, and it's like, man, this just feels so special yeah. and so right. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a solid album, and I wish you all the luck with it. Um, I've got I've got one question for you now. Uh, sure. Last one. Yeah. Um, what are your hobbies away from music? So, what do you do when you're not playing bass, playing guitar, anything like that? What What do you do to sort of, you know, unwind or get away from it? I listen to music mostly. Okay, <laughs> I've got I've got a motorbike, man, and I absolutely love my bike. And um, really, really lucky that there's there's a Harley dealership in, in our hometown that just absolutely loves Devil Skin, and so they've they've gone all out and they sponsor the band now. So they've given oh, wow. me this like 2019 uh, Street Bob, and I'll get to customize it exactly how I want. And um, yeah, they've given me that to ride for a year. So. <laughs> That's amazing. And they could nail a bike as well. So, um, yeah, that, that's that's my big buzz, man, just riding. I love riding. Yeah. Okay, cool. That's amazing, though, getting sponsored by Harley it, David, Harley Davidson. Dude, uh, that's, so. that's, you wouldn't even dare dream about that stuff, you know? Never, right. ever. And and when, when the shop approached me, because I was like, no, don't tell them, but I was about two weeks away from buying the same bike. Uh-huh. And, and <laughs> 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 had this big sale on. I already spoke to the wife, and it was, you know, she gave me the green light. I was probably about two weeks away from doing it. And I'm in the shop, and the manager goes, oh, can you come into my office? I went, oh, shit. Uh, is this about all the drool that I'm leaving on your floor? <laughs> and he's going, ah, uh, no, man, we want to sponsor your band. And I'm going, this is a wind-up, mate. And I'm looking around for cameras. This is a wind-up, right? <laughs> and it took him, like, 20 minutes to convince me that it's for real. And, um, you know, one of, one of the guys that worked in the shop grew up um, – basically listening to the, the, the X attack, the radio show that I do, the metal show here in New Zealand. Yeah. And, um, and seeing all my bands play around town, he's 
hounded them for for years to to sponsor me or or the band and um you know with the with the profile that we've got and the and the synergy between our audience and the and the harley davidson fraternity it yeah. was um it was a no brainer for them and I was like wow i'm still pinching myself i've got this gorgeous bike in the in the shed it's it's unreal nice <laughs> that's amazing i like that sort of stuff yeah, you know, yeah, man. When, and when yeah, it happens yeah, organically, that's the best thing. Like, um, I yeah, found like chasing yeah. endorsements and stuff always to be kind of like I'm just chasing free stuff, you know. And it just seems it feels a bit weird when you know. But when they approach you um, out of yeah. the blue and you're like, yeah, you know, this, yeah, okay, are you sure? Are you like <laughs> this amp's free? Are you sure? You know, like stuff like that. And you're like, okay, that's great, but that's yeah, amazing. totally. And, and- and the, you know, it's fully customized. Um, there's some photos on the uh, on the Devil Skin page, on the Facebook page, and and stuff. And um, wow, it's yeah, it's a beast. And there's no going undercover on it. You know, it's got <laughs> Devil Skin all over it. It says Harley Devil Skin on the tank. And I was going, hey, you can't do that. And they're going, no, we've already cleared, we've already cleared it with the states. And wow, that's, that's amazing. crazy. So you know, um, We've got some really good support here in New Zealand. We've got some great friends, and and we've got you know a, a great circle of people around us. And um, at the moment, you know, we're we're super excited about this album, but we're totally aware of the, the state of the world at the moment. And mm. you know, if we can bring a little bit of um, you know relief to to some people from from the anxiety and the pressure that they're feeling and the uncertainty and stuff through our music, then. Man, that we're all for it because you know we're doing the same thing. We're looking to music to to heal ourselves at the moment. Yep, yep, definitely, definitely, and 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 you will help help people. Like like it's a solid album. There's some great like you know meaning behind it as well. It's not something sort of like disposable. It's something meaningful. Yep. So we, we can't. We we just can't. We've, we've never wanted to ever write trite songs, songs that are about nothing. You know, disposable. Yeah songs it's got to be it's got to be something that you feel and something that's that is important to you and and means something you know so i mean there's a time and a place for bubblegum pop music i'm sure but yeah. um it, you know but for us it's the we take our songwriting and and its effect on people really seriously you know, we've got a song on this album called be like the river which is the title of our second album but that song didn't make the cut for the album be like the river so we've put it on the album red Okay. Which con- which continues the theme of our first album, We Rise, and the song that we named the album after didn't make the cut for the album either. Oh. You know? uh, <laughs> so we we put that on Be Like the River. So we've got a theme going on. Yeah. No, that's <laughs> but good. the song Be Like the Song Be Like the River, it's all about, you know, being being true to yourself. Be like the river that cuts through the stone. Yeah. You know, follow follow your heart, follow your direction and just keep keep pushing and 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 don't give up. Yeah. Cool. Well, Paul, thank you very much. Um, it's going to be more than welcome, man. Thank ab- you. Absolutely appreciate the time you spent with me. And um, I hope, obviously, this, this whole world thing passes and you guys can get out on the road. And um, hopefully I'll see you in the UK. Mate, there's, there's going to be some partying, you know, when the dust settles, right? Yo, and, totally. Yeah. <laughs> we, we just had to pull a big list of dates, UK and Europe dates. And so... We're pretty gutted, but you know we're going to make it up to to everyone, and we're going to get back over there as soon as we can. And um, yeah, we just for the meantime, we just hope people are, are safe and well. And uh, if, if if they want to climb inside our songs and join us, then come along for the ride. You know. All right, man. Thank you very much. And uh, like I say, have a good rest of your evening. Yeah, we'll do, bro. Let's keep in touch. Yes, definitely, definitely. Have a good one, man. Thanks, bro. Cheers. See ya. Bye, bye.